Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Do you read Stephen King? Good news. There's a club for you. The Losers Club. And guess what? You don't have to die at the hands of a shape-shifting clown to join. No, all you have to do is tune in every Friday as us losers journey through the never-ending wastelands of King's Dominion. Each week, we'll either spend hours reading between the pages of one of his books or chew on his latest tweets and Hollywood headlines. What's more, we're always having guests over. Thomas Jane, Mick Garris, Jerry O'Connell, Mary Lambert, Will Wheaton, and the list goes on. So what are you waiting for? Join us as we read on through long days and pleasant nights. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's an audio interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Take a second before we get started to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to. We put out multiple interviews every single week. Would love for you to keep up with us, whether you're listening on YouTube, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, Toro Imwa. Chaz Bundick's got a new record, Outer Peace. We're going to talk about exactly what Outer Peace means to him and how the themes of this record play into a quote that he said, how disposable culture has become and how it affects creativity, which means we'll also be talking about the title track, uh, songs like Ordinary Pleasure, the first single, Freelance, and uh, a song called Laws of the Universe, which is a little homage to James Murphy and the song Daft Punk is playing at my house. There's also some conversation on how this relates to an album he put out uh, in 2017 called Boo Boo, his work with Rome Fortune on the Toro e Rome EP, how he really wants to work with Darius Rucker, and finding out that uh, his buddy Logic had gotten a tattoo of one of his albums. Talking about the record Outer Peace, it's Kyle Meredith with Toro e Moi. Hey, how's it going? I gotta tell you, your your new record, Outer Peace, uh, I you know, I it's it's not even out yet. I, I've heard it a few times and it's it's a twenty nineteen record, but it's like my favorite record of twenty eighteen. It's a good sign. It it really is, man. You've outdone yourself. It is so extremely catchy and of course, you know, digging into it when you find out the themes of what we're talking about and everything. I mean it's it's a pretty incredible record you've got here. Thank you. And it's called Outer Peace. Maybe that's the place to start right there, you know, because that probably says a lot in the title itself. I I know uh, I'll quote you in in the press release where you say this record is a response to how disposable culture, uh, how disposable culture has become and how it affects creativity. Does the uh, does the title sort of set that up? That's correct. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm mainly sort of just trying to, uh, I don't know, use my job as a way to ask questions. I feel like it's kind of like my duty to put out messages almost after a certain level of like success. You know, I kind of feel like I don't want to just like spout out like random crap. So I don't know. I felt like I really needed to to have an angle on on the lyric side of things and like the thematic or like the themes of of this album. So like, yeah, I kind of felt like talking about technology and creativity. Those are two things that I find myself aligned with. And those are also things I feel like just everyone in general is becoming a little bit more 
familiar and aware of because it, it's sort of forcing us to be to sort of think of our own like personal brands, so to speak. So I feel like everyone can sort of see themselves as, themselves as a creative if they have a phone. Of course, inner peace is a phrase that you know we've been using for a long time, and 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 once again, outer peace kind of plays on that. You know, furthering what you're talking about there, what exactly does the the peace part of outer peace mean to you? Well, I guess it was really mainly just uh, sort of touching on the idea of peace is not necessarily inside of us these days. It's um, it's more like a zoning out of sorts. So it's kind of like a an outer peace is like in reference to just like whenever you're bored and you just find yourself like scrolling the internet on your phone and like that in its way it could be dark but at the same time at least uh it seems peaceful it seems like it's a double-edged sword for sure and of course i mean we hear that in a few of the songs i'll, I'll hit on the single uh first which uh, again yeah. has been non-stop in, in in my rotation right now but awesome yeah uh, th- there's that line it, it sticks out so much too um you know uh silver or black mirror you know and and of course we know black mirror right now as uh as a show on netflix that sets up i don't know what you call a dystopian future i mean or or the dystopian present <laughs> i Correct. guess you know yeah. In, yeah. in that sense but and 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 i i guess that's the question there is like you know what you're talking about so many sci-fi writers they've been talking about this stuff for years about the future and and the, with the way you're you know singing these lyrics what you're talking about everything I, I, this is that future right to a certain point i feel like it is it's we've got it we've got all the things they've been talking about it seems like aside from like flying vehicles or whatever but i mean <laughs> it's it feels like the future to me it, it definitely just like watching it grow from just you know a giant television to this this thing in your hand like i kind of feel like um we're definitely plugged in like it's not again it's not a bad thing but we just got to be careful i think and sort of just um again just follow everything in moder- moderation and how much of that because you're a person you know we've talked before and, and you've talked a lot of you know in the past too you you, you mm-hmm. like the outdoors that's that's a big passion yeah. for you and everything and and then there's the technology side how much of a struggle is that for you to keep that balance it's it's still hard i mean it's hard to just get motivated to go out and like just do nothing and walk <laughs> around and uh yeah i think um that's sort of that moderation I'm talking about is like as much as we're plugged in, we've got to sort of just disconnect from technology every once in a while. And uh, I feel like, I don't know, it's a, it's a, it's not like uh, the only thing that's like on my mind these days, like, but it is something I feel like it's hard to do to find that balance. I'll bring up uh, is while we're on the subject of sort of the outdoors, you're in California, right? I, I didn't know if the, uh, yeah. the wildfires yeah. had, uh, had affected you in any way. I was fortunately, gone for the smoke and like i was on tour but uh a lot of the area i I know it took a hit but i didn't i wasn't personally affected by it um i had some friends that had family members that lost some property but yeah it's it's crazy how it can just go like that i don't know i mean and 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 speaking of the present that we're in i mean these you know california is now dealing with this yearly every single year you know and, and and we've got our own issues in kentucky and of course, the climate report just came out that I'm I'm really losing sleep over. You know what it's talking about right, right now. It's the warning signs that have been there forever, and now it's like, well, you fucked up. It's too late. Right. Like, how much of that uh, lands in your mind? If it's, I, I mean, if anything, I'll try my best as a human or as like a citizen to just recycle a little bit more or something like that. But I, I, I find myself, my habits are, are 
primarily healthy. Like, I don't know what more I can do aside from just stop driving. So maybe I'll just do that next. We all might be forced to do that regardless. I'll take the lighter side of the record, too, because, you know, this is all very heavy stuff. There is a much lighter side because it's a really fun record on the surface. I mean, there's so much happening. Head over to Laws of the Universe and, you know, here you are. And is it paying homage to uh, to James Murphy when you say James Murphy is spinning at my house in the melody of Daft Punk is at my house? Right. Yeah. It's it's an homage slash like little shout out to the the indie world that many of my fans might not know or be familiar with, and I just kind of want to just bring that world up with me as well, and um, sort of just like represent you know where I'm coming from musically, creatively. Like I'm not doing the stereotypical sort of like r&b hip-hop route and so just really just putting a nail in the coffin really just like really just showing the references are you uh are, are you and james close does he know about this i don't think he does but i'm not sure if daft punk knew about his song <laughs> <laughs> they would have eventually though and that's that's going to be the fun thing you know if he if he catches on to this and he's got a great sense of humor follows, yeah really it's just passing the baton the fun thing, the other fun thing about this record is, you know, this comes so quick after Boo Boo, too. I mean, that was just a 2017 release that right from the beginning, you're like, you know, here it is. And, and, and there was sort of a question about how much promotion you were going to put behind that, which made me kind of wonder if this record was sort of a reaction to that in any way. Like, OK, that's there. Now let's move on to this. It was. It was definitely more of an immediate uh, reaction to how I where I was, like mentally, just, you know, the... The political state just got into, like, the Trump era, and, like, I just moved to Portland and was going through a breakup. And so, like, everything was kind of just inverted for me. And uh, I just wanted to put it out and not really, like, make it a much of a statement or not make it much of a... I didn't want to capitalize off it too much because it was more of a, a weaker point of, like, my emotional state. So I just wanted to put it out there. But for this one, I really wanted to take a pop approach and, like, do a rollout and, like, multiple interviews and really um just be back in the, the public eye again with it now with it you know existing in that state though i mean is this still something you incorporate you know into the live shows in the future um yeah even just for this past tour that we just completed we've upped the production a bunch and like i'm freehand and not really behind instruments as much and it feels great honestly i think it's something that i've always wanted to sort of experiment with but yeah i think this record is definitely more of a i don't know i guess a traditional rollout so yeah. to speak and it's got guests on it. I don't know. I mean, do you want to give mm-hmm. us give us the, the the lineup that you're working with this time around? Yeah, on the record, the guest features are uh, Kelly Zutral from Wet and um, Abra, uh, Instupendo, and um, my my keyboardist Anthony Ferraro. He plays some some stuff on there. And so, yeah, we kind of really just started. I don't know. I, I kind of just knew that I wanted to showcase my production a little bit more on this record and give everybody a break from my voice. And uh, that's why I sort of just have some songs with just the guests featured on it and I'm not on it at all. And then some of it is kind of just like one one feature for like Instapendo. He's not even uh, uh, singing on it, but it's more of just like a production feature and that kind of stuff. I, I felt like I wanted to start showcasing my musical community, sort of. It's, you know, in an interesting way, uh, maybe unintended, it, it, you can still play it as an album and it works as a great album. But in the uh, in the playlist era that we're in, it, it almost plays into that as well, you know, to a listener mm-hmm. who might be used to the shuffle. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think I'm a product of that of this generation as well. And I, I'm guilty of the playlist sort of mindset. It's kind of crazy, but it 
it's all the good parts. It's all your favorite parts. <laughs> While we're speaking on production, that was sort of the other part of this year with uh, Toro y Rome, uh, working with Rome Fortune. Did that have any bleed over to this record, you know, what you were taking from that versus how you were working on this one? You know, I have to say, like, a lot of those productions I, I made outside of the Boo Boo sessions or outside of the uh, Outer Peace sessions, it was like stuff that I was doing during Boo Boo. And I, I kind of just had, like, this folder of unused stuff. And I just gave it to him and I was like, See if you can do something with it. And I kind of feel like that in itself, like just releasing all of that stuff and like letting go of it kind of got me motivated to, I don't know, going back to that whole like disposable culture kind of thing. Like it just made me ready to move on and like want to update my sound. Well, for a person who's been, you know, no one's ever been able to really put you in the box. Many have tried with the critics because that's what we're always trying to do with label. But but throwing out something like that, I mean, that's so different from all of the rest of your, your material, you know? It makes it really fun. It's Yeah, it's really fun to do that kind of stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a curiosity here, you have mentioned on Twitter about, I, I can't tell how serious you are about wanting to work with Darius Rucker. Yeah, I'm, I'm 95% serious. I think there is some irony in wanting to participate in country music these days, but I do, uh, I am a country boy. I am from South Carolina. He's from South Carolina. We're both trying to represent Columbia, right? And uh, I would love to work with Darius Rucker. Like, all jokes aside, I I love country music. I love pop music. And uh, I don't know. I wonder if he's heard any of my more, like, singer-songwriting or, like, twangy stuff, but... It'd be a really awesome collab. I'm determined to help you out on this. I, I, I had Darius on, oh, I taped an interview earlier this week, but uh, there's going to be a new Hootie record. It's the 25th anniversary of Cracked Rearview next year. So I'm, oh, amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm, everyone. Yeah, I, I hope you do. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I'm determined now that I know this to, to make sure that his management knows all of this. That's, that's going to happen. Please, please. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, and, and since we're on the trivial, too, uh, I guess you call this trivial, Logic has you know got a tattoo of what four yeah. on it and i feel like i mean people do this fans do this all the time but when you have someone of, of prominence i guess it takes a you know a little bit of celebrity i guess it takes a a bit more of the attention on there and 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 did that news get to you was that of interest yeah i mean so bobby's been in touch with me now for like a couple years and he pretty much yeah got in touch with me right when I moved to Portland and like we both just talked about work and relationships and just like approaches to like business stuff even and like we both know that we're in like different worlds and like we're gonna collaborate eventually but um he's so busy and, and like he's got like two albums always ready to go like he's just like one after another so I don't know to have someone that prolific and of prominence like you're saying to like reach out and like just be uh sort of a fan for a second and not even really about the the, the business side of things i feel like it's it's such a genuine thing that like is lost honestly in like the hip-hop community primarily it's like such a, a aggro world that it's hard to sort of um hear out a lot of like hip-hop artists because there's such a stigma with rappers of being like uncommunicative or just i don't know so like it was really sick honestly, to, like, be, be able to get to know him and, like, hear him and how my music's helped him through some times. And and now you are a part of his physical body for I know it's possibly ever. Pretty, it's really flattering. I don't have any tattoos myself, but I'm glad he picked that one because it's. I've always told myself if I was going to get a band tattoo, 
it would be something a little bit more obscure than just the band's logo or something. Something that you've got to ask about. Something that you've got to yeah. dig deep, yeah. You can always get a temporary tattoo, you know, just just for some payback at least. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it, it was cool. It was really cool. Well, Chaz, uh, thanks again for the talk today. I cannot congratulate you enough on Outer Peace. Uh, I'm in love with the record, and, and I, you know, I'm thank such an admirer of what you do every single time. So, so thank you. Thank you, and thanks for the support, and it's uh, good to hear from you again. Yeah, you too, man. We'll see you out on the road, and, uh, and take care. All right, peace. And my thanks to Chaz Bundick. Again, the uh, new Toro Imoi record is called Outer Peace. If you haven't already, please do hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to right now, whether it's uh, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. After that, you can head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show every Monday through Thursday from noon to 3 Eastern, where you can also find some bonus episodes of this series. You can also find me on Twitter at Kyle Meredith, Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. Does it for me today. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.